Yeah, welcome back. This is the Round Circle Podcast with your host, the Fifth General, Zach Kias, and Cinema Scapes. What's going on? Hey, what's up, y'all out there? Yeah, yeah. We're just coming off of a fire episode. Last week, we was talking about our favorite rap groups, you know? Gave out, gave each each of us gave out top ten as far as who we like, you know, and we're gonna keep it uh, going with the top ten rappers. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, same criteria as before for those who listened to the last episode, episode eleven, uh, season two, is that it's not so much of an all time great, but just who we feel is our top ten, who we who we like the most. And who we listen to on a yearly basis. I mean, how can somebody be your favorite if you don't listen to them? <laughs> you know, it just doesn't make any sense, you know. So it's all about who is our favorite. You know what I'm saying? Who who we favor, who we like to listen to, uh, who we think is great, who we admire, who inspires us. You know, just go on from that. So mm-hmm. we're just going to go straight into it. I'm going to kick it off. You know, here's my top 10 rappers that I like. So I got for number 10, Big Pun. Mm. Number mm. number nine, Jay-Z. Number eight, I really like this one, DMX. And I got, mm. I, I got some good things to say about him when I come back and break it down. Uh, seven, Busta Rhymes. Six, mm. Redman. Five, mm. Cannabis, I'll break that down. Four, the notorious B.I.G. Three, Raekwon. Two, Ghostface Killer. And number one, come to no surprise for people who know me, is Nas. All right. So we're going to go down to number 10. Big pun, Christopher Rios. This man came out of nowhere. And... He's had one of the best albums of all time. That first one, Capital Punishment. Uh, one of the best hip-hop uh, rap albums to ever exist. Uh, possibly in most people's top 50, some people's, some people's top 20. Um, but all, I've always seen his album in a top 100, definitely, as far as hip-hop rap albums of all time. And that's a, that's a good accomplishment for somebody whose career was so short. You know, you know, he died due to health reasons, but he's just a phenomenal. Uh, he was a phenomenal artist, um, a phenomenal lyricist. And it's sad, uh, to, you know, to, to see what happened to him. But he was just great. And I think he's one of the reasons why Fat Joe um, even had to step his game up respectfully, you know, because, you know, Big Pun was inspiring, you know. Now, Big Pun himself was inspired um, by Biggie. Uh, that's an obvious one, you know. It has nothing to do with a weight thing. It's just more of a lyrical thing. If you listen to Biggie Smalls and you listen to Pun, you know, there's there's a similarity there to some degree. Um, you know, Big Pun, great lyricist, uh, great artist. I mean, you know, just just, you know, what he's known for. You know, first album, Capital Punishment, second one, Yeah, Baby, and then the compilation album that they did, Endangered Species. I mean, just a a lot of material from him 
the work that he uh, did with uh, Fat Joe and the Terror Squad. I have him as number 10 because even though his career was short, there still hasn't been anybody after him to actually outdo what he was best at still. You know, I still haven't seen that yet. Uh, So for me, you know, he will always be uh, one of my favorites, you know. So um, shout outs to, um, you know, to his family, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, you know, peace to the Bronx, you know what I mean? That's a great pun. Mm-hmm. pun pun's a Bronx legend. Um, some would say a hip hop legend. And yeah, I, I'll say that. I'll go as far as to say that. I mean, it's, it's safe to say that Big Pun is a hip hop legend, but definitely a Bronx legend. Nobody can debate that. Um, Jay-Z. Now, this is an interesting one for Jay-Z to be my number nine. So, years ago, he wouldn't even made my top ten. Uh, Jay has always been a guy who's been in my top 20. Jay has moved around a couple of times for me. You know, at, at times, he's been a favorite. At times, he's been a not-so-favorite. And I'm actually a very harsh critic of his. And that's only because the man you know, put out such a classic album of reasonable doubt, you know, then he moves on to, you know, uh, life and times and hard not life. And, you know, I'm sorry, in my lifetime was before, I'm sorry, in my life, I'm speaking too fast in my lifetime, hard not life, life and times of S. Dot Carter, you know, uh, rock La familiar, um, you know, um, the blackout. And then it seemed like, he's had a couple spotty moments where his music wasn't so great to me. It wasn't, you know, and then, you know, he dropped this last one, um, you know, four, 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 which short album, but there's some good things to pick from it, you know? And so as far as him being creative, I've always been a critic of him because I felt like, you know, at one point it's like you're paying homage to big, but are you are you taking from him or are you paying homage to him? Because at times I felt like he was taken from Big and calling that paying homage. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it was it was, you know, so at times Jay has been in my top ten and Jay has not been in my top ten. But I have to say when I go back and go through what I favor and what I listen to on a on a um on an occasion, Jay pops up. So uh, obviously he has to be one of my favorites, you know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, why am I, you know, constantly trying to hear some of your older stuff? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? You know, every, you know, not too long ago, I was listening to, you know, one of my favorite joints from him on Hard Not Life, you know, on a Hard Not Life album. Um, it's all right. You know, we, you know what Memphis Bleak, dope joint, you know, uh, money cash holes, um, you know, Let's take it back to his first album, Dead Presidents. Come on now, Dead Presidents is a classic yeah. record. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, you know, uh, br- uh, bring it on. Um, you know, Brooklyn's finest. Um, you know, a, a, a million. You know, and you know, just you know, there's too much of his career musically that I like. You know, from old until now. You know, story of OJ. Um, Legacy. I was listening to Legacy not too long ago off the four 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 album. That and the uh the joint he got with Beyonce. Um, uh, what's that joint called? Um, uh, 
with 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 the with the Clark sister sample uh, higher. Yeah, but um, higher. I think that's the name 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 of the record. But you know what I'm saying? There's just you know, and I don't and just let me not make a long story short. But there's just a lot from his career uh, musically that I still you know are very fond of and like his music. Uh, but yes, he appeared in my number one. Okay. Now we got to go to number, uh, I mean, I'm sorry. He appeared on my list, you know, as number, as number nine. So number eight DMX, I just love his career, uh, when he was at the top of his game. Mm-hmm. I mean, D- DMX was a icon. Um, I pray for his health, uh, but you know, he was an icon. Oh, Let me tell you something. His first album, there's a lot of artists that are not messing with that album, man. That is Dark and Hella's Hot. It's a crazy album. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And, you know, Rough Riders Anthem, although it's a single, it's not my favorite record on the album, but let's just say it's one of the songs that obviously resonates with everybody. It gets your attention. As soon as you hear that, you know, you know what song that is, you know, shut them down, open up, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know what, that's why, I mean, you know what song that is before you even hear the growl, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, cause you know, you know, he starts out, you know, before you even hear that, <laughs> you you know what song it is, you know, and just that that you know, just throughout his career, you know, um, you know, just he was. Let me just say this about DMX, and I'm pretty sure y'all two could agree with me. He 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 was a gifted talent. Was he the best lyricist? Absolutely not. Is he one? Yes. But it was more of a feeling. DMX gave you a feeling. And there's an interview that Irv Gotti had when he was talking about Jay. Jay was like, so the Irv, like, yo, you think he better than me? And then Irv was like, no, but I think they're going to like him more. You know, I think the streets is going to gravitate towards X more because there's a, a something about him. And that's the feeling that DMX gave me over a J. You know, it's just something about X. Do I think Jay-Z is lyrically better than DMX? Yes, I do. But it's just something mm-hmm. about the artistry that came from DMX at that time. You know, them anthems. first the them anthems, yeah. the, the yeah. first, I mean, come on now, it's dark as hell as hot. Uh, flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood. Uh, and then there was X, Great Depression. I mean, those mm-hmm. those first four, you know, was 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 very good material, very you know, great material, you know, throughout you know throughout that mm-hmm. time. His other albums were very spotty, you know, Grand Champ, um, you know, Beware the Dog, uh, Undisputed. Just keeping it real, they, spotty, but there was joints on there too. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then right. and then now we got to think about DMX's career with collabs. You gotta yeah. acknowledge this. The man <laughs> shine on songs that wasn't his better than those who better than the actual author of the songs. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll name it. You know, uh, uh, okay, four, three, two, one. He did not have Uh-oh. the best. Now, now, DMX did not have the best verse 
on four three two one. But nah, he nah, had nah. the he. I think he had an overall presence on that record that caught people off guard. You know? Can I say something? Go, go, please, please. There was not one weak verse on that song. Everybody, though, everybody even was the fire. omitted one. Yeah, exactly. Cannabis's verse was 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 flames, but I, yes, I, I still play. T- sometimes he was still playing. That still sounds hot. That joint is still is timeless. Well, That's well, in well, my playlist right now. Well, four three two one is one of the best hip hop collab songs of all time. Yes, uh, you know yeah, it's man, it's you, that. you you have Killed to you that song belongs on the same list as flaving your ear remix and I shot your remix. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Yes, no. You're, no, you're right, you're right. You see, you're you see right. what I'm saying? So, for, so, but DMX is present, you know, that, you know, you know, it's just, you know, straight out the door. Because if I sit you in the, the glass, run it down, come up off that. I'm going to put it down. But now, you see what's going on, I was going to see that. You see that? We'll finish you, dog. Believe that? And we yeah, you know what I'm saying? That, the, exactly. the, the, the way he yeah. came off, and then also money, power, respect. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. His yeah, verse on money, goodness. power, and respect. Oh my goodness. His verse on money, power, and respect is one of the best moments of the song. When you hear money, power, and respect, you can't wait to get the DMX DMX's verse. And wow. and, and the yeah. locks and the locks all did their thing on that record. Don't don't get me wrong. But you know same thing with on Mace's album, Harlem World, Twenty Four Hours to Live. His verse on Twenty Four Hours to Live was crazy. Mm. Crazy. Yep. 24 oh, yeah, left yeah, so until yeah. my death. I'm going to waste a lot of time, but I'm going to cherish every breath. I know exactly where I'm going. And I'll show you that first. What I'll be doing, I'm going to send you with a hearse. Come on now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on. It was hard to put him at number eight for me, but I had to be real. I, I love DMX, especially that, that era of DMX. You know what I'm saying? But he shows up as my number eight because of who I got ahead of him. Now, let's get to who I got ahead of him. Number seven. This man is a hip-hop legend. If you disagree, I will argue with you for 24 hours. And that is Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes, one of the most creative artists, not just in hip-hop, but just in music, period. Busta Rhymes is a is a creative genius. This man, not only in his music, but also his music videos. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. He has inspired so many artists. He has inspired artists that I have in my list right now. You know? And let's just talk about his lyricism. His lyricism doesn't get enough credit. It really doesn't. You know, he gets a lot of credit for his energy and his stage presence. Busta Rhymes has one of the best. He's one of the best performers in hip hop. One of the best performers. His stage presence is shoot. Some would say this is kind of a, a, a rough one. Some would say that he has the best stage presence. But then conversations like uh, Red Man and Met the Man come up. Also in the stage presence um, uh, conversation as far as rappers, you know, L.O. Cool J, several people come up, several people come up. But Busta Rhymes name always gets dropped, always. And, you know, that first album, you know, 
Everybody loves Wu High. I love that record too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but one of, but my favorite joint on that album is actually Everything Remains Raw. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know that that record that beat what he's saying is just oh that that whole album is crazy, man. That you know, you know when disaster strikes, you know, you know his creativity even more on. And I'm trying to name the stuff as a solo artist. I can go back to his LONS days. That's an obvious one, but to kind of to kind of make make this short, I'm just gonna talk about his solo career. You know, uh, ELE, um, Extinction Level Event, uh, Anarchy, um, Genesis, and you know, and just all the albums he did after that. You know, that may not have been as great as his first three per se, or first four. I say first three because his first three are. Nobody can debate the first three albums. That fourth one, Anarchy, um, although I think that album is a, is a good album, but some people feel that he was kind of he was kind of losing some things. I didn't think that. I thought Anarchy was a creative album, even that Joint Fire. Right. You know, a lot of people right. didn't like that Joint Fire. I liked it. Right. You know, it was it was a very different you know type of song for him, and the beat was different. You know, that exactly. fire. Ding, 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 I like ding, that ding. joint. You know what I'm saying? I like that. I like that video. Um, and that joint, you know, get out, get out, get out of here. I mean, Anarchy was a dope album, but I know the first three is what people stand by. I respect that. I respect that. You know, the joint yeah. he the joint he did with uh Janet Jackson. He <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll yeah, always be remembered crazy. for that, you know? All right, let me move on because I got to get to my brothers here. Um, number six, Red Man. Okay, I'm gonna say a little bit because I know my brother on the phone. I mean, not the phone. I'm sorry, my brother on this podcast. He got some things that I want to leave him to say respectfully. Spoiler alert. Let me <laughs> let me just say, Red Man. The his he is a wordsmith. I believe he's one of the. I, I believe he inspired Eminem. If we look at a lot of the songs that Redman has done, and you look at Eminem, there's definitely some inspiration there. Mm. Okay, for those who really understand what I'm saying, um, Muddy Waters, fantastic album. But you know what? There was a dark side. There was a dark side, and what the album? Do not sleep on those albums. I know, I, I know, Muddy Waters is everybody's favorite, but there was a dark side, and what the album got some joints on that. You know what I'm saying? You know, just, just, just wonderful album. You know, wonderful, wonderful album, wonderful albums. Body of work. Uh, Docs the name. Docs the name was a dope album too. You know, um, I wasn't too fond of uh, Malpractice. Just keeping it real, but it didn't matter. The work that him and Method Man did together, Blackout One, especially Blackout One and Blackout Two. I mean, just, just genius music. You know what I'm saying? So, so Red Man is at my number six, and I'm gonna keep him moving because because of what I said earlier. <laughs> so, number five. This one is not hard for me to say, but a lot of people out there are gonna probably try to wonder. Fifth, why is cannabis number five? You know what? What other than cannabis's lyrical skill? What has he done? Let me just I'm say. This, let me I'm just back. say this about cannabis. I'm back. 
I'm back. I'm the illest alive. Watch me prove it. I snatch your crown with your head still attached to it. Listen, the man started out with bars like that. So it caught your attention. First, you're like, who is this man? And the audacity for him to come out and say that. The man's, if you follow his career, forget that first album. That first album, the beats weren't that good, but his lyrics was killing. And Second Round Knockout is one of the best hip-hop disc records of all time. Second Round Knockout. Okay? This man's second album. People talk about his first album, but that second album, 2000 BC, that album was fire. That album was fire. Okay. And then he's had work throughout the time where he's always been a lyrical beast. He's another one that showed that showed up on other people's records and killing it. This man had a fire verse on the firm album. Oh yeah. One of the reasons yes. why he was even recruited for that album because he was lyrically killing it. Because Nas and them recognize his skills. They said, forget that LL Cool J beef. This man is nice. Like water for chocolate. And cannabis, one thing about cannabis is that he's one of the he's one of the if you pay attention to when he came out and after him, there have been artists that took on his his persona of every track I get on I need to kill because this because of how good this man was. And if anybody remembers back in ninety uh ninety eight ninety eight Ninety seven or ninety eight. Yeah. Him, DMX, and Noriega had a freestyle on Hot Ninety Seven. I remember that. I, yes. I wore the cassette out of that. Yo. So I don't even have it. Yo. That was fire. Yo, that session was crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know. So shout outs to Cannabis, man. You know he he's my number five. Um. Number yeah, four, yeah. the notorious B.I.G. Well, yeah. Okay. Another another tragedy that took us, man. Another tragedy. Hip hop took a loss for his tragedy. But you know what? I gotta say one thing about Biggie, man. Biggie is one of the people, one of the uh, artists that saved hip hop for the East Coast. It's a contribution of what we said last episode about Wu Tang, uh, Boot Camp Click. And, you know, and we have to put Biggie in that because that was around that same time frame. Right. Because all that dropped around the same. Yeah, exactly. And the one thing I got to say. Right. Ready to die. Ready to die. Exactly. You know, the work that that man has done on ready to die, but but also life after death. Life after death death, was a fantastic album. Mm hmm. Like, let me tell you what Life After Death showed me that Ready to Die didn't. Okay, Ready to Die showed you how diverse Biggie's content can be, but Life After Death showed us how diverse Biggie's lyrical ability can be. And mm-hmm. I'm, I and I name a song that made me say, "Wow, this man's one one of the greatest." At the time when that album came out in '98, '97, you know what I'm saying? And that is Notorious Thugs. His verse on that joint with Bone Thugs was crazy. (laughs) 
I hear you, Cinema. I know you know. I'm taking it down memory lane for those who don't remember. Mm. This man was phenomenal. Another thing, Biggie was another rapper who appeared on other people's records and remixes and had a verse that stood out. His persona, the things that he says. Big was a a great storyteller. Great storyteller in music. Oh, yeah. (laughs) From the first, you know what I'm saying? You know? And um, his artistry is, 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 is to be respected. And I just hate the fact that his career was short-lived. But because of the stuff that he's done, there still hasn't been anybody to outdo what that man has put forth. So that's why mm-hmm. he's on my number four. Number three, this is a difficult one with number two. And I'll explain when I get to number two. Raekwon. Mm. Raekwon for a very long time has been my favorite Wu member once upon a time it was Method Man he's not a, he's not on his top 10 list I, I, there's no reason for me to explain that but Raekwon has always been uh, one of my favorite MCs in the Wu you know at one time he was my number one favorite only built mm. for Cuban links mm. Mm. I want I want to say something to everybody out there. <laughs> this man, this man taught you and him and Ghost together it's an accomplishment because he was on that album. Uh it was almost a duo album as you could say and it, it's safe to say that because it was mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-mm. But let me tell you what Raekwon did with only built for Cuban links. He taught every hip hop artist how to put out an album from start to finish with no skippers. Wow, yeah, yeah. And that album is like 18, 19 songs. Do you and know can how- I say something? Please, mm. Cinema. He dropped 18 to 19 additional verses that year that he dropped that album. <laughs> Facts. All fire. Facts, because shortly after that, Ghostface's Iron Man album came out. Exactly. No, you know, you, you spot on. You spot on. Tell you something about Raekwon. Raekwon has his own style. He has a blessed delivery. I love the way he rhymes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Raekwon, one of the one of the most talented, not just Wu Tang members, but one of the most talented rap artists out there in existence. You know, just based off of what he's done. Mm-hmm. His first album was incredible. Um, classic, you know, um, immobilarity. Different from the first album, Ghost did not appear on that album at all. It wasn't beef. It was just a matter of Raekwon got critiqued for, oh, that album was good. Now try to do an album without nobody. So he said, okay, I will. In a mobility I can listen to today, and that album is better than most people's stuff. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, uh, Lex, Lex Diamond's story. Uh, a decent album, but then I have to go to this album. Only built for Cuban Links Part Two. Tell me, how do you hold on? How do you how do you basically how do you basically pick up from where you left off in the first album with that album? That album was fantastic. Like time didn't even pass or nothing. Thank you, thank you. Mm. That album was a throwback. Mm. I love that album. Okay. 
I got to keep it going. I'm sorry. Uh, number two, Ghostface Killer. Now, <laughs> I do it. I do it. Now, Ghostface. Yes, now everybody knows Ghostface is my favorite Wu Tang member. The only reason why Ghostface is number two over Raekwon being my number three because Ghostface has about 10 albums and he's been the most consistent Wu solo act out of the whole group. Who comes after that? Maybe Jizza. Out of respect, mm-hmm. out of respect, but I have to say that Ghost has been the most consistent, most consistent artist. Number one, mm. nobody, nobody rhymes like Ghost, man. Ghost could talk about anything. He's one of the most uh, versatile MCs to ever get on a record. Yeah, yes. One thing I got to commend Ghost for, other than just Iron Man and the classic album Supreme Clientele, is mm-hmm. that he's been a he's a trailblazer. Uh, he's been able to actually be different on every album and still be the original Ghostface killer. You know what I'm saying? Right. But his overall body of work has been the most consistent. His flow, can't nobody argue that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He has one of the most unique flows uh, in the clan and just in hip hop period, you know, um, you know, untouchable man, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, that's another, that's the Staten Island representation. Some people might call me biased. So what I know I, Ghostface and Raekwon are, are, are in a lot of people's top tens who are not from Staten Island. So this has nothing to do with it, but you know, just overall, and I can't even go through his songs right now. It's too many to go through. I gotta go. I gotta go to number one because I need to take my time with this brother. Number one, my number one was Nas. <laughs> Illmatic. It was written. I am. Nostradamus. Been critical of that album, but the album still got joints on there. Yeah. Um, Stillmatic <laughs> Godson mm-hmm. I'm going to stop at Godson <laughs> because in my opinion Godson was his after Godson he did Streets Disciple Streets Disciple Um, should have been better but it's one of my least favorite from him. But the point I'm going to make is this. After Godson, look, doesn't matter. <laughs> because his mark was already made on the game a long time ago before uh, Streets Disciple album even came out. Okay? Nas does not have to do any more music anymore. He does not have to. You're a legend. You've been a legend. He does yeah, not have to do yeah. anything more. Let me talk about Nas's lyricism. Nas is one of the reasons why I rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's been a legend. Um, let's just say this in respects to all the MCs before him. Um, but Nas has been that one to stand in a circle by himself. Because um, he's a couple of things in one. You know? Um, 
Nas just his wordplay is out of this world. Um, his level of consciousness in his music is, you know, a blessed one. Um, he's another versatile MC, and he's another one that got on records of other people's songs and killed it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, one of my favorite uh, songs from, from Nas, other than just It Ain't Hard to Tell is The World Is Yours. I mean, I I, mm. I, I I love that record. I love what Pete Ooh, Rock did on that record. You know what I'm saying? That, that was my first favorite, yeah. I, I'm telling you, Nas is just that guy, man. And, you know, Nas has been an MC that I've studied, you know, uh, in my life. I just study him, study, uh, you know, how he does his music, how he rhymes, the stuff that he comes up with. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just, I admire him. Um, he's a huge inspiration to me musically. Um, you know, uh, other than who I mentioned in my top five, because my top five that I mentioned are definitely the ones that I study the most out of my top 10. I study all of them and even ones I didn't mention, but Nas has always been that one that I felt like he could never disappoint me lyrically. Now, lately his songs, that's another conversation for those who listen to the, uh, lost tapes review, review two, uh, lost tapes to review episode but arguably Nas my number one Queens native much love and respect to that brother um and that's my breakdown of my top 10 okay I apologize for taking I apologize for taking so much time but Zach Kears share me your top 10 you know give me your 10 through 1 and then we gonna uh and then give us your breakdown of why they were in your top 10 all right. Yeah, my top ten. Starting off number ten is um Rakem. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Solid. Rakem. Number nine, Buster Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Biggie Smalls. Yeah. Not change. Number I change a little bit. Number seven, Slick Rick. Okay. Number yep. Number six, Cannabis. Okay. Number five, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Number four, Cool G Rap. Mm-hmm. Number three, Raekwon. Mm-hmm. Number two, Ghostface. Uh-huh. And number one, Nas. Okay, before you break down, let me mm-hmm. give you the ultimate respect for putting Slick Rick in your top ten. Now, mm-hmm. me, me and Cinema know you personally. Yes. You've told us that the storyteller in Slick Rick is what you most admired about him. Right. Yes. You know, so I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised he's in your top 10. All right, Zach, right. you have the floor. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah, the reason why I choose Rakim, Rakim, I have to say it, and I know we, and we all agree with that, that he's a legend in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Hands down. Yeah. No, you know, um, um, hands down and everything, you know, he, you know, he did, I, I love, I keep, sometimes we'll play that song from the paid him, the paid him full movie, uh, and, and, um, juice, no juice, juice. Yes. You know, juice. the ledge. Yep. No, the yes. ledge, follow the leader, all of that. Yes. Follow the leader, all of that. And, and, uh, Rakim has really, um, mm. he's, a, he's definitely, he's definitely like a, 
really inspiring when it comes to when it comes to inspiring other MCs out there. Rakim, Rakim's name has Rakim. You don't mention you have to mention Rakim's name. Yeah, because Rakim has um even with his you know my agony agony. I remember some songs even from back in the days that I jammed to when I was uh, um when I was a youth. Mm-hmm. I used to jam to Rakim. I, I bought cas bought used to buy cassettes mm-hmm. and just listen to the whole cassette from from beginning to end. Right. And then but then later on, a few and few weeks later, played again. So, to make a long story to Rakim, I had to put I had to put him as one of my one of my favorites. One of my favorites because Rakim is even with his even with his albums. You know, just to mention, just to mention a few of his, just to mention a few of his songs. You know, um, uh, yeah, the microphone fiend man, and mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that from way back, yeah, from back in the days. You know, you know, and um, guess who's back? And oh, you know, it's just a name of few. Oh man, just a name of few, a few joints, man. You said guess who's back? That was when Primo yeah, was that, doing that. stuff with him. Yeah, the man. Eighteenth letter. That album was crazy. Oh my god! <laughs> Woo. Yeah, man. And um, man, and, and it's just a lot of songs that I remember from Rakim, man. And like, and if I could impact all of them, you know, um, finally, this is one of my favorite, one of my favorite joints, you know, from Rakim, and yeah. um, and it continues. It's a lot of them, man, and um. Yeah, one of my favorite verses from Rakim too was, you know, I'm trying to remember it a little bit. My, um, he had that, um, you know, that. Oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do 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 Man, let me tell you something. When that joint comes on, it's like a it just it just takes you back to like 80, 86, 87. Yes. So the, growing up around that time. But those who was that born around that time, please understand this. It was yo, that that at that time, Rakim was like he was on the radio airwaves. He was a you put you walk around with your boom back, you walk around with your boom back radio, your do rag on your head. And let me tell you something. You your there would be no Wu Tang or Nas if it wasn't for Rakim. They'll tell you that. See? You, exactly. See? See? Exactly. See? What I him? Yeah, it's just I'm telling you. So hands down for Rakim and number nine, Buster Rhymes. Yes. <sighs> Buster Rhymes. Even when he's featured, he's hot. Yes. I remember Buster Rhymes and Leaders of the New School. Mm-hmm. It's just another case of that old When he first came out, when he when he first came out with that, I was like, who's this? Yeah. They made they made you when they came out, they made you that's another chapter of hip hop. They they created another chapter of hip hop, leaders of the new school. Yeah. So when they came out. I'm like, where did I know this is East Coast hip hop, but these guys are coming strong. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who is this? When you heard just when you heard just another case of another pizza, you just like, wow, man, they just they just woke me up. I mean, they just the beat in the in the you know Stone Coaster and all these joints just woke you right. up. It's a, in scenario part one and scenario part two. Oh my come god, on, man! Yeah, just a, right. Just a, heal know, up, heal up. Bring her back, come rewind. Powerful right. M back. Boom from the cannon. From the cannon. Drink, you know, come right. on. 
that Leaders. joke right there. Yeah. That video, you have to play it like more than once. Every time. Every time. More than once. Row, row, like a dungeon dragon. Can I say something real quick? Go ahead, cinema. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just a little fact. Leaders and De La Soul put Long Island on the map for hip hop. Facts. They did. They did. They, oh, yes. They did. And they did because they, did. Mm-hmm. they were the people from out there who didn't try to be, pretend they were from Queens. Oops. <laughs> 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 keep it moving <laughs> keep yeah. it moving Zach. you know and Brent songs he came up with solo songs like break your neck and Wah, and all these joints man every in, in the features yeah 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 features yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know well, remember, when, remember when he remember when he jumped on flavor in your ear I'm like oh, oh yeah yeah man all these features he did was like hold on phenomenal uh, wait, timeless I, I'm gonna save one cause mm-hmm. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> Timeless joint. He's on my you list know? too. So, um, and even when he and, and yo, because he's um from um his parents are from J- Jamaican background, he comes he come up, he can definitely sing some dance all too, you know? Yeah. He can chat some dance all lyrics too. So because I remember what he did with with Sean Paul, which was Oh yeah. 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 People forget you know? about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Oh yes! Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my gosh! You know he just has that ranchy raw voice that you're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. He what what he brought his presence, stage presence. What he brought to hip hop was um was unbelievable, is undeniable, undeniable and unbelievable. You know, so those who big up to those who grew up in Brooklyn around in the early '90s, they seen Buster around Brooklyn and Flatbush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. so. So, so moving right along, I would have to say after after Buster Rhymes, yeah, I would have to. It was um, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, yeah. Another one from um, with Jamaican background, you know, Biggie mm-hmm. Smalls mm-hmm. came with the, um, you know, um, you know, he came, remember when, remember when Juicy came out? Oh man, you know, yeah. first, oh, yeah. yeah, 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 unbelievable, yeah, telling the telling the story storytelling. Mm-hmm. The voice, one, you know, delivery. and the voice delivery right. and everything. Right. Biggie Smalls was a man before his time. Yes. In hip hop, he definitely was a man before his time because gone with Biggie, too soon. yeah, yeah gone, gone to your soon, rest, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. You know, yeah. but um, yeah, he 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 is he is he is. I know he inspired a lot of MCs. He did too. He did, he did too because people cannot stop talking about Biggie till this day. His music is still being played. His music is still, it's like it's, he has timeless records. Facts. Records that you'll play 10, 20 years from now and it still sounds good. Uh, good at the best of them. Uh, bad bad as the worst. worst. So don't test me. Get yeah. money. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. You know, unbelievable, phenomenal, phenomenal oh. records. You know? Mm-hmm. Live from Bethany Stop and Son of the Live this morning, representing BK to the fullest. Oh, yeah. Fun fact about Biggie. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When I first heard Biggie was in 1994. Yeah. When I was was walking, and I'm hearing, unbelievable. Yeah. Biggie Smalls is the illest. And I'm like, who's that? Live from Bethany Stop and Son of the Live this morning, representing BK to the fullest. I'm like, oh, wow. So when I heard that, I was like, who was this? Yeah. And I just, just a beat, just pumping. Yeah. Everyone, like, yo, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yo, so when he came out with that, that was that that just it just grabbed me. It just grabs you right away, and that's what make me fell in love with Biggie when I heard when I heard them joints, man. Yeah. Before you, know, you move on, you know. before you move on, yeah. Biggie killed the verse on Michael Jackson's history album and got the cuss. Oh, yeah. And then on the Invincible album, Michael paid to have another verse by Biggie on his album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It goes to show that's, you the respect that, that Michael had for that's, Biggie. That's that that's put some respect. That's on That's a name. big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you got the curse on the Michael Jackson album with his family friend. Well, he cussed on Scream if you listen to the album. Yeah, he did. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> he that, did. That was that, that was the lawsuit album. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then he Biggie came when he was talking. I think he had the song about the lawyer, and then this other song where Michael Jackson talking about people coming for him. Then Biggie comes out because you know how the guests aren't listed on there, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, yeah. Biggie, oh my, and Biggie. <laughs> I'm like on the MJ racket. What? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Just, just needed to say that. Mm -hmm. Put some respect Mm -hmm. on that name. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I'm moving on to to number seven. Number seven is Slick Rick. Okay, I like you. I like that you got this man on your list. Take your time. Yeah, Slick Rick. I can this. never forget Children's World when he came out with that joint. Mm-hmm. I can never forget, you know. Mm-hmm. And then the um the joint he did with with um Dougie Fresh. Oh, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's timeless. That's timeless. Of you know? course. You know, and I love. Oh, and I, I till this day I will play that joint called Hey Young World. Yeah, man. Dun, 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 dun. And nice Caribbean background to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Not, hey Young right. World, man. It's just a joint that you, is a message but a make it is a message but it's a it's a boom bap boom bap classic mm-hmm. hey young world you know you'll play that song you'll play it again but it's it's a message in well it's a message but but he but he's a secret is a storyteller master storyteller but yes hey young world was a st- straight direct direct message to the youths out there you know children do your chores and it's just a it's just a it's a instrumental and a beat that it's like it's like it's like you could play it today and 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 feel it to, and still feel it and still bop your head to it today. Yeah. And teenage love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh what yeah. Jo- yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Teenage love. The show behind. It's just a lot yeah. of joy. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. You know, it's just these mm-hmm. joints that that that, he, that he's in, sitting in the car. I'm just remembering all these joints. Knock him out the box, Rick. Knock him out, Rick. Exactly. <laughs> His solo album before he went yeah. to prison and that solo album he made after he got out of prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. after he got out of prison. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. good. Classics. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, classics. And he still so, can spit today. Yeah. Oh, oh Slick Rick, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Classic tunes. You know, he's he he inspired a lot of MCs to himself with yes. the storytelling, storytelling lyrics and his delivery. Yeah, he definitely inspired Raekwon. Oh yeah, for his delivery. So it's just, it's just he inspired me as an um, artist too as well yep. because um, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I was singing um, some reggae, some some 
dancehall reggae tools and i just remember that i like to i like i love storytelling too mm-hmm. and i like writing stories and books a book i've written a book and, and i love telling stories too so in my music and you can hear if you listen to my music you can, you can tell it the, the sick rick is my one of my inspirations yeah definitely for sure right. of the story storytelling and inspiration he got on me mm-hmm. he's like you can still you can still tell a story in a song and make it hot. You don't have to, and so making people bop their, you could bop their head and get the message and get the message to the song. You know, it don't have to be punch lines, but you could tell a story, a story, and still party with the story too, and get the message too. And that's what I admire about Slick Rick. He did, he combined it all in three and did it and did it and inspired me as an artist to just consistently write storytelling song you know so moving on to number six i would say number six would be cannabis yeah cannabis is a um artist because to me when i think about cannabis i think cannabis is a lot of he's a lyricist mm-hmm. he's a lyricist he, and, and, I, and i used to just when I when I heard cannabis to me, it was like, oh, he's a battle rapper. Battle yes, MC. yes, yeah. You know, battle MC, but um, his musical content was musical. When it when it come to features, he's a he's a beast, and he eat them mm-hmm. up. Yeah, with his with his features, you know, killed, he just killed every killed every features. record he featured on. Uh, yes, yeah. You know, one, two, three. You know what I'm saying with LL Cool J, Yeah, don't forget that joint with Common. Oh yeah, yes. Can't forget that. So, <laughs> cannabis came off. Cannabis is a is an MC that came off with many with many um features. He he's features features a lot, features a lot. But also, um, when you see him, a lot of people, a lot of, if you're not into hip hop, you wouldn't really know. If you're not into hip hop so deeply, you wouldn't really know cannabis. Like, no, no, you wouldn't know cannabis. You have to be. It's like he's like a um to me. He's like a um. How can I compare him to a papoose? If you if you don't know, like these these are MCs that like they're lyricists, right? They're known for their lyricists. They're known for their lyrics. They're known for their lyrics, and they're known for their for their um battles and everything, and they're known in their their lyricism. And I admire him for for his lyricism. Yes, he because he can you you don't know if he's singing this. You can tell when he freestyle, he's like okay. He comes over the top of the door. He just says, "He, he, he, he could, he could tell he's seasoned. He been, he loves it, mm-hmm. and he been, you know." And I, I remember one of his joints that I, I just something happened to listen to, like a few years ago. I listened to one of his joints, his joints, and I'm like, "Let me see what kind of a guy." Because I said I haven't seen any records from him, and I'm like, "Okay, let me just see what kind of a guy." But this was a few years ago, and I heard, um, yeah, um, Puck you, you know, and I heard that, and I was like. You know, the, 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 I heard that joint and I heard the master thesis mm-hmm. and I'm like wait I'm listening to these joints a few years ago and I'm like okay yeah he got some he got some content mm-hmm. you know he got some content and um <laughs> and he just comes off and I'm like he just comes off right he just knows that he comes off raw when he comes over there he just comes off raw and everything so yeah. I have to I had to put him on the list because because of his lyrical delivery and this is wrongness when he comes off. Yeah. So I'm going to move it right along and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say Jay-Z. 
Because mm-hmm. Jay-Z, Jay-Z has content, catalog. Yeah. Catalog of music. And and one time he said he was going to stop, but he's, but he's consistent with his. Man, I remember, okay, those who don't know hip-hop, I remember Jay's hearing, listening to Jay-Z since 1988. 80, 88. Who do, but those, who, those who remember um, Jay-Z and the jazz. Jazz O. Jazz O. Hawaiian Sophie. Yes. <laughs> From way back in the 80s. Because a lot of people. Exactly. So, so a lot of, a lot of people don't know. Back when, back when today, he back when he used to rap like Fooshnickens. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> With that little, that little t- twist, you know. Um, big up to the Fooshnickens. You know, mm-hmm. God bless them too. You know. Cause I think I I think I ran into one of the guys with the food stickers, but I don't want to get off the topic. But um, <laughs> that was a long that was a few years ago. Yeah. But um, going back to Jay Z, man, Jay Z, you know, hard knock life and consistent albums, and even after as after Jazzo, he just consistently represented. Mm-hmm. He didn't stop. He didn't quit. And I admire him because he he was he's one to remind because at the time when he was just getting to to explode i remember i remember hearing that he was um trying to get out there and trying to but he although labels were turning him down he still pushed himself out there he wanted to be different and he's unique his his flow was unique and he said you know he believed in himself he's jay-z's inspiration Mm -hmm. come up up from marcy projects in brooklyn Mm -hmm. he's definitely an inspiration for a lot of mcs young mcs out there even till this day so saying that listen you won't gotta worry about labels signing you you could do you could do it yourself just push yourself because if you listen to a lot of his interviews you would hear him say you know i listen i I push myself and um and with the help of with the help of others he believed in himself yeah yeah so jay I, I um I applaud him even with the Blueprint album, with other albums he came up with even after. Remember that Conscious album he came up with a yeah. few years ago. We talked about it on the show. Yeah, we talked about four four four. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah, the four 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 album, which was a phenomenal album, which was a teaching album, mm-hmm. Conscious album. You don't hear that too much these days. Well, not from him. No. Not from him, particularly, yeah. Probably won't hear it but, again, uh, but that's another story. You know, but big up. So big up to Jay-Z. That's number five. Number number four, I'm going on the Cool G rap. Four, five, six. Sp- t- take your time on Cool G rap, please. In the streets of New York, you know what I'm saying? Come on. The symphony, come on, man. I mean, he just, More of these kids, nice. Nice. I love the way he's part of the. Is, is he one of Juice, Juice Crew? I, yes. Yes. L Street Blues. Because mm. I got the L Street that yo that joint is just. You can listen to that joint today. Although that joint is like over twenty years old, you can listen to that joint today. That's still on that my vibe. playlist. Right oh now. man, you can right still listen now. to that joint right <laughs> exactly. You can still listen to that joint and still bop to it. Cause I get the you know, come on, man, you can It's undeniable. And little known, of yeah. two to the head, it's Coogee Rap, Ice Cube, Bushwick Bill, and Scarface on the end of that same album. Wow, wow, 
that is my in that beat Polo put on that. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Yeah, man, man. Fast he life. Just, he just go. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I like that joint. Oh, I remember that joint. Remember that joint remember called the Fast Life. The fast yes. Call. Oh yeah. Same album. Yeah. Same yeah. album. Yeah. Four, five, the six. Run was a hot joint. That I, 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 I will still play it today. I still listen to it. You know, it's, it's a. You know, it's just a timeless joint that Cool G Rap came out with. He, yeah. He's a legend in hip hop to himself. You know, that a lot of MCs he don't get the credit he deserves. He didn't. Get, he don't get the credit he deserves. But he's he's one. Of, he's one. Of, he's gonna be one of. The, he is a legend in hip hop. Yeah, Ill Street. Me and my book. He's one of the hip hop hall. He belongs to one of the hip hop hall of fame because Ill, Ill Street Blues on the run. Yeah, because yeah. at his time during that time, living let MCs die. wasn't wasn't coming off like him in, during his time. Exactly. Well, he had the, he had the, he had the best verse on Symphony, man. Oh yes. Exactly. No, and no, no disrespect to Big Daddy King because his verse was crazy too. Exactly, exactly. But I gotta give you that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Coogee rap. A lot of people, you know, if you go listen to his discography, because yeah. a lot of these songs we named the one album, and then he's had a long career mm-hmm. where he moved to the south. And he reinvented himself again, mm. and lyrically, and still survived, and yeah. still and was still making survived. a good album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that, yeah, that, he's still that, doing it, right? yo. Let me a, tell you, that's a fact, yeah. though. Yeah. Oh man, so moving right along, I'm gonna go to my brother Raekwon. Yes. Raekwon, Raekwon the chef from the Wu. Raekwon is one of those is one of those MCs that. You know, like all I would I would say all the woo, the whole entire woo. Mm-hmm. They can they MCs, they don't need they don't need like um the group per se. They could come off they MCs that could, that have the talent and that could come off with songs themselves. Yeah. They standard as individuals. Yeah. And Raekwon was one of the artists that I always admire, man. I mean, I always I always um um like especially this you know cream. I, you know, he just, yeah, he, he I grew come up on, on the crime man. side, the New York Times side, saying a lie was a job, the old job, the second hand, you know, the old man, and then we moved to Shallon Land, land, yo, and then, and then, yo, and I cannot figure, you know, listen to me. He got me excited when I heard incarcerated Scarfaces. That joint. Oh, hey, yo, yo, what a time was running out. It's for the last connect <laughs> politic ditto. You know, we can you know what I'm saying? Places get lifted in the staircases. What a piece of incarcerated scar faces. Come on. Come on. It's just, uh, it's just that, that joint right there. And it's like the video. I, that video I, I will listen to like more than one time. Incarcerated scar faces because oh, his delivery and the, and the instrumental and what he's saying on it was just. It's just ridiculous. Um, and, and, and can it be so simple? Was one of the joints. Oh, um, man. I mean, oh, my God. Timeless man. joint. Timeless <sighs> joint. Ridiculous. Timeless with Ghost Fate featuring Ghost, that. Yo. Oh, man. It's just timeless. And heaven can and it hell. Be that it was home? So simple then. And heaven and hell. And oh. You know, come on. Glaciers of ice and oh, and you just oh, oh yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> slow down, slow down, slow down. You just mentioned glaciers of ice. First of all, that song yeah. was crazy. It that was, song it was, was crazy. Okay, 
crazy. Oh, man. Man. Just to remember. That re- beat. Some joints, man. It's just crazy. And that verse that Master Killer had on that song. Oh, right. Oh. Man. Mm, man. It's just. Underrated, <laughs> underrated verse. Underrated, I'm, I'm sorry, but that, that song, that song was crazy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You. you Man, you can't say glaciers and ice. I'm just that's that was a life changing song for me. Oh my god. Oh man, is this a timeless joint, man? You gotta play more than one. I remember the first time I heard that. It's in my walkman. I'm walking up to Faith Christian Center in the Targi Plaza in Park Hill. And that thing mm. hits my ears. Well, I, well, I stopped well, in the parking lot. That album, the whole song. well, cinema. That album was just too much. Right. It you was almost you like to, you, you. It's like it's like oh my god, this song is crazy too. This song, it's, it, it was so much on it. It should have mm. been. It should have been two albums. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. But nobody was crazy. dropping heat like that. No. Nobody. Song knows. after song. Right. Oh, this there's, there's no skips. There's no skips on on on, on only built for Cuban links. There's not one. Not one. It's a That's hot a, joint, yo. Even 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 Buster Rum had to commend it and say, "Listen, speak speak yo. more on that." Because I, I remember what he said. Go ahead. Yeah, he said that. Yo, he he stepped. He made me step up my game. Cause when he listened to that album, it was like Buster even said, "Yo, he made me step up my." Game. Yes, he did. His exact so, his exact just, words was, "They had me scared." Wow, <laughs> that's what. And Buster Rhymes is before Wu Tang, so yes. for him to say that says a lot. It says a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's like when yeah, Meth came in to the what? And oh, <laughs> had to be a rewrite. <laughs> Meth verse was ridiculous. That's why it sounds like Meth verse comes over Biggie's. But it doesn't. Mm-hmm. That's the verse made people have to go do a rewrite. Because I was coming with Woo was coming with it. Yes. Oh yeah, big time. Oh god. Yo, my, my my second my second my second number two would be Ghostface. Yeah. 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 Easy. Well deserved. Me. Well deserved. It, it, you know what it is? It's just that he's a storyteller too. Yes, yeah, another one. You know. You know. Yeah, you all I got is you. Oh, oh. You can't, you can't, it's You know, come on. When he came up with that, two at the front, two at the bed. John, the, the storytelling in that song. Plucking roaches at the cereal box. Cereal box. Yeah, Zoo was watching Saturday cartoons. Yeah. Come on. That means that, 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 that your ghost, ghost faces, you know. Mary J. Blige. Come on, man. Oh, man. Come on. It just, he just came up with them joints. And, um, man, and, 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 who, and who can forget ice cream? Remember that? I, well, I, let me tell you something. Yeah, his verse. His, his verse was crazy in ice cream. Yeah. She was dripping. You know, it was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kept it's shooting strong notes as we got close. Right, bro. Ghost, Honey, dip smiling like impulse. Your whole show made me wicked like Nimrod. Oh, come on, exactly. It's like woo. You know, he just that's that's a those are joints that you just play that more than one time. Yeah, yeah, more than one time. You know, Winter Wars. Well, you just oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Cinema, hold on. This man just said Winter Wars. You remember right. that? Oh. Winter Wars. Let yeah. me let me say something real quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That I, I am, let me listen. Winter Wars was a crazy record. But who had the best verse on that song was Capadonna. But I don't want to divert the attention cuz we're talking about Ghostface. But that yeah. song is mm-hmm. one of the that's one of the but best Wu Tang songs in the Wu Tang catalog, period. But now nah, go, go ahead, go ahead, Zach Kiss. I'm sorry. Ghostface went. And that was like 96, but yeah, these songs are like classic. Oh, yeah. Bangers. Ghostface, and Ghostface is still doing it till this day. Still? So, that is a fact. Yeah. That is a yeah, fact. So, so it is, he's just a timeless MC. Timeless MC that's easy because because of his lyrical delivery, he's not gonna get just like my my my, my first one, my first choice on this list. Mm-hmm. Like Nas, he's not gonna Ghostface is gonna is making timeless continue to make timeless records. Mm-hmm. Just like Nas, yeah. The Lost Tapes, Nas impressed me with the Lost Tapes. Right, right. You know that's up for num- number one. Is Nas? Nas impressed me with the Lost Tapes and um. Consist, he's consistent. I remember, um, whose world is this? The mm-hmm. world is way back then. Yeah, you know, and, and it's just it just speechless to talk to just um not have Nas on the list because Nas is like it's just he speak it's speechless because Nas Nas is a he's a legend in hip hop now. Yeah, 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 and cons- and and I and due respect, mm-hmm. I gotta give it the you know you know. I, when it came up with um, I can and and yeah, yeah, you know, you know, and um, if I rule the world with with featuring you know Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill, ooh, you know, come on, man, ooh, 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 ooh. come on, you know, it's just it's just consistently, yeah, she wally wally, ooh, she back, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> It just it just continues, you know. It's just it, I like you know back in and when the mid two thousand came up with the with, his, with the daughter's tune and oh yeah. man, it's just it's it's just you know it's hard to tell you know ain't hard to tell in yeah. album nineteen ninety four yeah yeah you know it, it's just the beat when when you know third base did the right thing when they brought him out man they just mm-hmm. said listen we got to just bring this brother out from Queens. Yeah. Queensbridge, yeah, and he represented though. Yeah, he so Nas is number one on the list, you know. That's what I'm talking. So that's about. The, so that's so that's my um top ten hip hop artists. Cinema up next. We're about to get controversial. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna pr- I'm gonna put a preference before I even say this. Okay, because okay, I got heat last week on the net for putting Naughty over Woo. And it's not like I don't like one than the other. I'm just putting them in order of influence for me. Mm-hmm. And there's people who haven't made our list, my, my list that are on your list, right. who I love, obviously, because right. I jump in and talk about them. Yes. But we had to pick 10. Mm-hmm. And I challenge you who are listening, sit down and try to pick 10. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy as you think. Yeah. And then be real with yourself. Yeah. Don't be... Because this isn't an all-time list. If this was all-time, we would have to consider everything because there's contributions and there's groups and people who are not going to be mentioned who I love. Facts. But these 10, 
all have pushed me as an MC. Yeah. Mm. And mm. you can and you can hear a little bit of them in what I do. Not exactly, but if you listen close, you can hear a little bit of each one of them in what I do. And for me, even though I was from the East, we used to listen to a lot of stuff from the West, and I got flack from it from it then. And I don't mm. care about now. So, <laughs> you know, Scarface ain't on this list, and he could have easily been on it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. As much, you know, Coogee Rap's not on my list, but that's somebody I still listen to to, to this day. So, you know. Let me, I'm going to go through this as quickly as possible. If they want me to unpack something, I will. Some of them, a lot of them are the same. And I have my reasons and I'll explain myself. Number 10, Big Daddy Kane. Mm. Number nine, Keith Murray. Mm. Number eight, mm. LL Cool J. Yeah. Mm. Number seven, Common. Mm. Number six, Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Number five, Red Man. Yeah. Mm. Number four, Busta Rhymes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number three, Nas. Mm-hmm. Oh, some, some of you are already tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, KRS-One. Mm-hmm. The teacher. Mm-hmm. The teacher. Mm-hmm. And number one, Rock Him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Time to unpack. Yeah. We'll start at Big Daddy Kane. Where my phone? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no half stepping. Dun, dun, Warm it up, Kane. I get what? the job done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Raw R A W. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Set it off. Mm. Rafa Kane, young, gifted, and black. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just rhyming with the biz. Because I can do it right. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, yeah. Taste. Taste. Right. yeah, that's Taste of Chocolate, 1990. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Okay. He's on this list because, yeah, past this album is ridiculous. But Long Live the Cane? Mm-hmm. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I had that on tape. I wore it out. Um, My cousins from the Bronx put me on the cane. And that mm. was it. Oh my gosh, long live the king. And so whenever Kane drops something, even when Kane drops something, it's still something. And he's still ripping live shows. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right now, not slowing down, the same material ain't ha- ain't got no oxygen. Still killing it. Fact though. <laughs> when you're talking about lyricism, it, 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 even if I stutter, well, I'm gonna still come on. He even still does the dances. Right, exactly. <laughs> I seen him do it. He does the dances from back in the day. That's what I'm saying. This dude, lyrically, and he's probably your favorite rapper's ghostwriter, but I won't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Big Daddy Kane, lyricism, R-A-W. Now, my brothers know when I hit a stage, I hit it hard. Mm -hmm. That's because I saw a cane. That's one of the first I ever saw, you know. I used to go up to the Bronx to my cousin's house, hang out around uh, the, you know, mm-hmm. Lambert house, Lambert houses. Then they moved further up north in the Bronx, you know, running around as a kid. My bad self from Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> J. 
just in hip hop records at jams, just listening to music. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of almost an OG. <laughs> but you know, you want to talk about consistent lyricism and consistent performance. Kane, number mm-hmm. ten, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Also was on the symphony. One, one. A, a nasty verse on that too. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. walking the path that a law made. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I want you to just go check out his discography. You know, it's older style for you younger guys. I get it. Y'all like what y'all like, but just you know, don't be the person who needs a history lesson. <laughs> 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 Number nine, Keith Murray. Oh, yeah, Take yeah, your time yes, with yes. this guy, man, please. Keith Murray, if if it wasn't for prison, killing momentum on his album. Oh my gosh. The biological logic. The, mo- oh, the most beautiful thing in this world. It's, it's just like that. that. I get, I in, get in you. In you. <laughs> I'm here to make I mean, a dollar out of 15 cents. 15 cents. Exactly. <laughs> this guy had his verse when I shot you. Remix? Oh, forget about it. Forget it. <laughs> His verse on the FUBU song. Uh, hey, some people no. might not remember. Hey, some FUBU people had a song. Yeah, you did yeah. a promo song. Some people might not remember. Murray. Some people yeah, might not Keith remember Murray Fatty just... Girl. Now he killed that one. Fatty Girl too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> El Nino. Yes, ah! Death Squad. It, mm-hmm. And it kills mm-hmm. me not putting Eric Sermon on my lyricist list because I it's just you only get ten yeah and, yeah <laughs> and so I'm not even gonna try to defend him I'm gonna say go listen to the verses and people today and people at his time didn't have a flow like that right mm-hmm. right and then it's like a lot of I'm a deep cut guy mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a dark side Redman's album, Cosmic Slop, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, which is like a Death Squad collab before Rock, you know, mm-hmm. R- Rockefeller on that album. Right, right, right. So, Keith Murray not only albums with features, his albums were solid. So why wasn't he as popular? Because every time it seemed like every time he dropped the album, he ended up going to jail. Yo, how about the verse he had on real quick that he had on Buster Rhymes joint? Death Squad meets yes! Flipmo Squad. Yes. yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I want to unpack it, but I know we've been going long. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just tell. I mean, the way his mind works and the lyrics flow, you know, it's it's just ridiculous. Because it is, yeah. The concepts he comes up with are just like next level. And so, like, you know, <laughs> I'll get to that when I get to my number one, that point. Um, he He's methodical. He takes his time in writing. Number eight, ladies love Cool James. LL Cool J. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't live without my radio. That first album. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know people be getting on LL for doing the pop stuff, but we gotta eat. Yeah, but, yeah. But 
I'm going to talk about some deep cuts that people, you know, there's this joint on 14 shots to the dome that Bobcat produced that I want y'all to listen to. All we got left is the beat. LL always, even on his last album, always talked about the community. Yes, he did. All we got left with the beat lyrically was talking about how black brothers weren't getting jobs. Yeah. And how we had to watch the women go to work and how he got on the beat because now there's another way besides basketball. Do you, do you know what I'm sorry? Can I, can I say something? Yeah, go yes. ahead, Zacchaeus. Do you know what my one of my favorite joints from it is? Um, pink cookies in a plastic bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same album. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. metaphorical because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the whole thing is it's next level. He didn't, he gave you metaphor, mm-hmm. yeah, and mm-hmm. wordplay. He always yeah. gave you wordplay. Oh, yeah, oh my goodness. And then how I'm coming's on that album. Okay, let's the obvious ones. Mama said, "Knock you out." Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Break a dawn mm-hmm. where he, Rock where on. he, mm-hmm. yeah, where he ended three battles. Um, um, Kumo D, um, Hammer and Ice, Ice T. Tea. Mm-hmm. Um, also the Jingling Baby remix. That's oh yeah. The Mama said, "You're not you out album." I'm just talking album after album. You know this dude. This dude was the only one left until he got re- released and Russell let him walk away was the only one on the Def Jam plain label and not an affiliate yeah. at the end. Yeah, that's true. And this dude is just, I don't care how you feel about him. He's lyrical yeah, and he's successful. Yeah, yeah. Now he's, yeah, he, yeah. Made the, he made the step into acting. Even the yeah. song... Even the promo song he made for NCIS was hot. Without LL Cool J, there's no Drake. I'm saying, exactly. that, for, I'm saying that for the new mm. dudes today. Exactly. Mm. So mm. I, I need love in these love songs that you heard yeah. in hip hop was LL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, backseat of my Jeep. Let's swing an episode. episode. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. also 14 Shots to the Dome. If you haven't heard his thing, 14 Shots to the Dome is a nice album to start with because it's not too old school mm-hmm. and it's not too far new school. Right. It's like right in the middle. Right. Mm-hmm. Right before he went into his Hey Lover phase, which is hot. Mm-hmm. And then the song he made for his wife, that stuff is hot to me. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Even though yeah. it wasn't hard. It's good music. Know? It's good music. It's hush. music. Hush. Yeah. Hush. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm talking That's what yes. I'm talking about. He's... Hush. He's lyrical. Like, even on his last album he did, Monica's singing a verse, and he's getting lyrical verses. He did yeah. a song on his last album with Snoop Dogg and George Clinton that I love. I mean, he's just... The whole thing is, you know, he did one album where he had Ghost Riders, but he told everybody. And, <laughs> but, the yeah, the majority of his career he wrote, and he ghost wrote. Another one on my list was one of person they had come in the studio often. So that's LL Cool J. Without, without LL Cool J, LL Cool J, you guys all understand. You didn't have to be a gangster or this or that. Hip-hop used to have balance. You used to have your gangster songs. You used to have your love songs. You used yes. to have your chill-out songs. LL Cool J. Listen with, with your girl. LL yes. Cool J inspired Tupac to have a different side of his music. Exactly. As far as getting a female audience. Tupac learned that from LL Cool J. And if anybody wants to argue that with me, you could at me at the fifth general. Well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and well, y'all weren't around for those. Inter- 
Tupac. Some of y'all weren't born yet, so you know. <laughs> but for the ones, so, but for the ones that are, we can right. go there. And then for those with that Drake comment, I meant I, I kept it. That's one hundred percent facts. And mm-hmm. and don't and don't be the person who needs a history lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll glad I'll gladly give you one. Exactly. <laughs> and from that, from LL, I go to Common. That's take, my take, number Take seven. your time with this one. Now, I remember Can I Borrow a Dollar? Penny for your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Now, this is when you didn't have radio playing. You had to, to buy a hip-hop back here. Because mm-hmm. everything didn't get played. So you see him on the cover with the cup, with the cup handed out like he's rapping on the street, which really happened to him. And it's like, Can I Borrow a Dollar? It's like, oh, that looks kind of tight. And, it, you know. You know, me and my brother took chances on people outside of New York. So Common was from mm-hmm. Chicago. Can I borrow a dollar? The production, you know, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you get to Resurrection, which everyone knows, because I used to love her, where you where you feature no ID just going crazy. Um, the original version of, um, what's the first? Uh, a Resurrect. And then he made a remix to Resurrection where it was more conscious. Um, com communism. Mm. Check it, check it, ah, check it, check it on, check it, check it, ma, ma, on, sh- like the entrepreneur, the sh- that the manure. I'm, oh my gosh, <laughs> Common's wordplay was ridiculous. Him and why not, rich man, poor man on that album. I mm-hmm. used to love her. Ain't out here to do with nothing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Common's first two albums were ridiculous. Then he was fighting with his label. Yeah. You know, yeah. trying mm-hmm. to get out of there. And then that kind of you know mm-hmm. you go through the you go through the time he, he's still doing albums on relative, but they're kind of pushing him what he want. He did yeah. Electric Circus, then he gets free again, and then I know. need a boom. I got right the corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that B that then, album that B album was dope. Exactly. Then the B album, you know, Common was always that, but you know when you're fighting with. People about your creativity, you can't put the albums out. You go, you now, gonna let me testify? You accuse me of a you accuse me of a exactly album ridiculous. <laughs> so if you if you if you don't think Common deserves to be on this list, you you're smoking something. And, and may I say, not to take it from you, but even yeah. still now, because Common is consistent. Because if anybody hasn't heard Black America again, that's a dope album too. That's a mm. classic. That's yeah. what I'm saying. This mm. is another person out here touring, still making music, winning, <laughs> winning Oscars. Right. <laughs> and so tell me what you won. Yeah. <laughs> What's in your wallet? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, just Common's contribution to my life is ridiculous. Yeah. This yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this might be the closest person I sound like. When I rap, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, comment, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'll tell the truth because I listen to him so much, and I don't think right. Common is respected. I think he's, I think he's, he's, a, he's like an underrated favorite, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And so, but, but you know, sometimes his lyricism is over people's heads because it's intelligent. Mm-hmm. It's so intelligent. And that's what I appreciate appreciate about the brother. He's it's like every time I listen to something to him, I want to create. 
straight up and it, and, it, and it pushes. And I'm like, yo, I gotta, mm-hmm. you know, I gotta step it up a notch. And let's go to number six, Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Speak on yeah. it. Speak on it. This. Speak on it. Legend. Okay. Legendary. Yeah, he's a legend. He started out with NWA. Number one, Easy had a line. Ice Cube writes every word that I say. <laughs> <laughs> Which he actually used on No Fast. Because Cube wrote for everybody except Run at times. At times, I don't know the total who wrote for what, but Ice Cube's a writer, mm-hmm. so he's he's a writer. He's creative. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know his deep cuts, I'm gonna talk about this song. I'm doing dumb shh. I'm not gonna say it because we're staying friendly. Yeah. <laughs> when I was young, I used to hang out with the seventh grade, a little bad mother playing space. <laughs> He's just killing off of a hornbeat, talking about his childhood. I'm like, but the whole thing is he goes through these funny stories, but the, at the end he talks about how the black community is like, you know, and they all died, you know, they died young doing dumb sh- You know, he yeah, always yeah, flips it yeah. on you mm-hmm. because he's mm-hmm. conscious. Even though he's gangster, Ice Cube was conscious. Yo, Cinema, mm-hmm. remember? She got a thing for him. For, yeah, giving up the nappy yeah. dugout. I will not mention that on that. Yeah, just, you, you gotta, you gotta I, mention just, this. Yeah, okay. No, I can't because <laughs> the, the content is mature. I mean, dude, dude. Okay, I'll give you the concept of the song. Oh my god! This dude walks to the dad's house. I'm Ice Cube, mm-hmm. and the dad's like, "Who you waiting on? Come to the daughter." And so the first line is, "Mister, Mister, before you make me go, I wanted you to know your daughter is a." Ho-. And the whole rap is him telling the dad. How his daughter—it's a hoe. It didn't—it's uh, like on the hook a choir bus. I got a thing for ding-a-ling, and if that be could hang, how can I do my thing with your daughter? Give it up the nappy dugout. I mean, the creativity on his deep cuts. We yeah. know wreck yourself, check yourself. We know the lawsuit yeah. with Wicked. Mm-hmm. We yeah, know and, and, and the great day, great day. I'm not even there yet. I'm still okay, on the Okay, 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 okay. Go ahead, take your time. Oh, no okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I want to kill Sam. Talking about trying to find Uncle Sam, but he's not a real person. Mm. The concepts are ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Kill at Will EP, the product. Mm-hmm. Talking about a fictional story of him being born and going in a gangster like and ended up in jail. It's just jacking for beats. Yes. Right, right. Which nobody ever used anybody else to be. And he did jacking for beats, used all the hot beats and killed it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what he's known from the album where I'm talking about um, the song with I'm um, doing dumb stuff, mm-hmm. what he's known in that album is steady mobbing. Mm-hmm. When that comes on in my car, I'm just have you ever seen some ridiculous lynch mob was just ridiculous on the production yes you had to be if you come from dre you better have good production yeah then you you go into you had no choice yeah it's like you have i don't have to mention everything but then 
the hook with Chalk Hop, this song. I'm living so trife. I need Jesus, Jesus in, in my, my life. life. <laughs> oh, oh, limos, something, and bimbos. Oh, I can't. I'm sorry for not having the song in front of me. Yeah. But it's like Ice Cube's discography is so huge. It's ridiculous. And mm-hmm. it's good. The War and Peace albums, um, you could go get the greatest hits of Ice Cube. It's multiple discs. And so you can hear all the hits, then go through the albums. Not only are his hits fire, he has so many B-sides that I used to listen to. The, you know, that's the era we're talking about, complete album, no fillers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from Ice Cube, I'm going to leave Ice Cube because we'll be here all night, and I'm going to go to Redman. Mm-hmm. Redman. Oh, for me, when you talk about a whack Redman album, we're talking about whack for Redman. Not yeah. that the album's whack, but right, you know, right. compared to his other ones, it's exactly. not as good. Exactly. I I can honestly say I don't believe Redman has dropped a weak album, and what he's dropping now is fire too. Oh, oh yeah, God. I can't wait. Muddy Waters too. Oh, Hurry up. Muddy Waters, the, the singles he's been dropping in the videos. Oh my gosh, I've been going nuts. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He's, he's coming out with Muddy Water too. Yes, yes, he's been working on. He's been working on it for over five yes. years. There's singles out right yeah. now. That's wow. why that he's been busy. That's why he wasn't on Eric Sermon's album because he's been working on this. He re- redid the studio in his house. <laughs> I love. I, side note: I love when Redman talks about when he's racing. I gave it to you on his Instagram. Redman's Instagram, you mu- is a must follow. He said, "I blew the doors off." I blew the doors off. That something car going down or something. Yeah, you know who you are. I blew your doors. <laughs> I love. I just, I just love Red Man. Um, let's talk about uh, you know Muddy Waters, obviously. But if you haven't listened to There Is a Dark Side, mm. number one, even that little high pitched thing, he has a name. Then there's Green Island where Redman raps with Reggie Noble off of each other. Mm. Oh my gosh! Mm. There is a dark side. It's like Muddy Waters in the fact that there are no skips. Yeah, we run New York with Hurricane G. Ah. Yeah. Dark side. Can't wait. I can't wait. Can't wait. Even. Right, can't wait. Oh my god, switching speeds on the back of the on the Fuji in the back of a movie. If you don't know what I'm talking about, laugh now and ask your man when you get home. <laughs> oh, deep cut when I come around. Listen to that joint because he kills that junk. <laughs> oh my mm. gosh. And um tonight's the night remixes. Yeah, that's and yeah, I was yeah, going yeah. around saying, Word is bar, word bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hit when I was in audio school, when I was at Institute of Audio Research, that's closed now. That no, album, the hit. original, what the album is classic. <laughs> word. <laughs> Eric Eric Sermon production. Time for some time for some action in this corner. We got the fuck body snatcher. Talk about like 1994, right? That, but I'm saying then you go there, then you see the progression. 
but it's like everyone started falling off. It seems like he's getting better. Oh, yeah. And that he might even, with with this Muddy Waters 2, he might climb my list. So that's enough. I really hope, I, I hope he picks off picks up from where he left off man with Muddy because waters muddy one. waters is yeah, ridiculous yeah. me and my brother was talking about that yeah. the other week so check out the discography because it's lyricism and he he's he's so smart oh my gosh my favorite thing was that song he did where he was in the weed talking about being smoked out there's so much red man on 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 youtube mm-hmm. please go watch it <laughs> he was in the weed. He said the whole thing of the weed. Talk about being smoked. That jump was fire. Me and my brother was sitting there like, oh my gosh, that's hot. It's like you forget because there's so much. Um, even on Daylight song, ooh, 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 the whole oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. So, yeah. um, we're moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, it's going to be short because these two other brothers hit. Yeah. Busta Rhymes. Yeah. I'm just going to say, rhymes galore, rhymes galore, yeah. rhymes galore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had enough information on Busta on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because Busta, Busta, bus, that dude makes me step up my game. Like mm-hmm. he said, woo makes it. When mm-hmm. I hear Bust, I'm like, mm-hmm. even yeah. that. So, I'll even mention a song people didn't even like. That song, Calm Down, he did with Eminem. He they he murdered it. Mm. He just murders his verses. Yeah. I mean, mm. just uh, uh, digs into him. He no mercy. Even if the song, you even if people don't like the song, you got to respect what he put into it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Number three, Nas. Yeah. yeah, y'all already know. I said this about twenty times on this podcast. If- Listener, I cut school to get automatic. <laughs> no skips. Yeah. Hey y'all. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, boom, 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 boom. You know what song I'm. Now let's get it all the perspective for all y'all with a song y'all can step with. Funny story. Yeah. Some dude was messing with me. Driving up next to me, and the gunshots from that song came on. Pa pa pa! Should have been messing with me. Made you look. Exactly, made you look. <laughs> Dude pulled off through a red light because I had I had the volume up because I was waiting for that song to come on. I wasn't even thinking about him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> boom boom! <laughs> Probably to this day telling somebody, yo, dude shot at us. Talk about ether. Oh mm-hmm. gosh. Mm. Ether. Mm. First, before I talk about ether, mm-hmm. hope you got yourself a, a gun. gun. Yeah. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Yeah. The video. Dre. Okay. The Dre production, okay, I, man. I, I I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. If you think Jay Z won that, I'm not with you. Yeah. I just think Jay Z had the opportunity was had the opportunity since he owned his label to just drop, drop, mm-hmm. and drop when Nas was signed and he couldn't drop as much. Mm-hmm. But Nas's album <clears throat> kind of said everything. Mm-hmm. Ether, I oh my gosh, Ether. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, if we were in the era of where a song ended your career, mm-hmm. Ether would have ended Jay's career. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm. He, he should be fortunate. Because back in the days when we had battles, mm -hmm. if you lost, yeah. your career was over and nobody wanted to hear from you. Yeah, that was it. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Ask mm -hmm. a lot of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> over. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, Ether was just the blow. Yeah. And then, okay, y'all disrespect hip hop is dead. Not not my brothers, but no, I know. a lot of y'all. Yeah. Yeah. There's some joints on there. Right. And yeah, then the whole thing is. I'm going to say this about Nas. What Nas inspires me is he's a poet. Yes. He's a real lyrical poet. Facts. And the whole thing is Nas, I say like common, a lot of stuff Nas says is over people's heads. Yeah. Even though they don't want to admit it. People be trying to be hip and try to act like they understand it. But Nas be over your heads. Yeah. Mm. Be way over your heads. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Over your head like a jet plane. Mm -hmm. Over your head, over your head like a hot air balloon. Over your head, <laughs> and I'm gonna move to number two since we're we've we've had you for a while. Right. KRS One, mm -hmm. the teacher. The teacher. Mm -hmm. Talk about the teacher, man. Okay, criminal minded. Some of y'all, y'all were weren't around when BDP had Scott LaRock, and somebody was talking about, oh, you didn't say BDP in your. Because I said I was going to say KRS-One That would be redundant I'll give somebody else a spot Because I knew I was going to say KRS-One On my MCs Because KRS-One is BDP After Scott passed You know, rest in peace Shout out to his son who's doing a lot of community work I want to give him that shot Shout out You know, while I'm here But KRS-One Used to just experiment with styles to the ridiculous, you know, yeah. let us begin. What, where, why, or when all be explained like instructions to a game. See, I'm not insane. In fact, I'm kind of rational because he wanted you to learn when he, he spoke. Yeah. That blueprint concept you thought Jay came up with, um, that was KRS-One's first. Mm -hmm. Speak on mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even Nas said that. Nas said that. <laughs> and then when KRS said, you got the copy. I got the blueprint. <laughs> blueprint. Now, the BD, what we waited for every year, right, Wayne, was the new BDP album. Yeah. <laughs> that was because he dropped a hit album, hit video, and hit single every yes. year. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what he said on Is It Here Now, where he also featured footage of him beating PM Dawn off the stage because he tried to say Karis One is a teacher, but a teacher is what? PM Dawn got beat off. KRS One is old school. Used to beat people off the stage. KRS One actually did this to a group from Staten Island. UMCs walked in and said, "Are oh, these MCs rap?" Kicked a freestyle that was ridiculous and dropped the oh, yeah. mic, and the show was over. That is one of the most. The I wish somebody would have taped that verse. We didn't have phones or nothing back then, like y'all do. We don't get oh, yeah, to tape yeah, nothing. Yeah, we were yeah. in the moment. This dude kicked a freestyle verse with no music or nothing, and the crowd was screaming, dropped the mic, and basically ended somebody else's show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. On a regular basis, because people used to call him out, and he would show up at your show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wasn't wolf tickets like today. Wasn't guns. It's like, what? 
grab the mic. <laughs> That's something y'all don't understand anymore. Let me tell you something. Go the ahead. Fir- the first time I fell in love with Curious Wonders, um, that's why I, I, I he, he, well, I'm not gonna say, but he's he's one of my honorees. But um, anyway, um, he's one of my honorees for hip hop, man. I mean, um, he, he, my philosophy was one of my first joints I bopped to and just couldn't exactly. get enough. I couldn't get enough of, you know. And, exactly. Um, you know when he did and he, and he did Jack of Spades on for the movie. I'm gonna get you, sucker. Exactly. You know, and and then what what. And then, and then he did um, um, Matt Ism with the two other brothers, man. And um, oh, he, Channel yeah. Live, Channel Live, yes. yeah, yeah. And, he, and, and then he brought up my line back in '94, '94. Exactly. I was like, yo, Boogie Down Productions is, it was non, was not un- phenomenal, you know. So, and uh, yeah. he put people on like D Nice and all. Oh he yes, D Nice, yeah. and they all got. And they all got deals and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And that's ridiculous. Then that joint he did with Redman and Angie Martinez on the old school beat. On that oh, one yeah, album. Yeah. Yes. That thing that was playing in Hot 97 that whole It was like, for a whole decade, this dude had New York radio on lock. Yes, he did. Karis won? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's from the 80s to sometime in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Then Wu came and changed everything. Of course, we know, mm-hmm. and <laughs> we know the progression. But it's like, it's like when I try to talk to my, I, I explain this to my nieces. You've exp- you're experiencing the effect of what this has now. When you're listening to my music, you're just hearing it. You don't right. get the effect of what was going on at the time. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. KRS One was huge. Mm-hmm. He was even on Pump It Up, which is a West Coast hip hop. Was a West Coast hip hop show that came on syndicated. You know, right. So right. basically, that you know that was before the East and West beef. He also started the self destruction movement, which was anti violence. Oh yes, yes. And mm-hmm. it, and he was and he was you know. He's very, he's very active in things of that nature. Now, mm-hmm. I'll go to number one because we need to finish. <laughs> Looking at the time. <laughs> Rock him. Oh, yes. This dude, Rock Kim. I can't even begin to talk about how he's influenced. Maybe this is something that has annoyed Fifth. That I took for Rakim, that ain't no rhyme before it's time. Where I take too long sometimes to get stuff done because I make it sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I took that whole philosophy for Rakim. I'm like, oh, when I got my verse, I, because I <laughs> when I look at a verse and it ain't strong to me, I'm like, <laughs> that's why. That's why Cold World Chapter Two came off the way it did. Cause I sat there and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I can't be the weak link. My verse got to be like where y'all are, you know. Mm. I said I had something. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Rakim used to say something. Ain't no rhyme before it's time. Mm. <laughs> and the whole thing was the whole thing about Rakim is you gotta wait. 
when he starts working on something, just like Dre. Him and Dre working on an album together, they're ever gonna come out because they're, they're they're perfectionists, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so you you know, <clears throat> Rock him used to take stuff, say words wrong so it rhymed, just to go in there and then speak, you know. He was one of the first lyricists that inspired a lot of the people I have on my list. Right. Right, right. Rakim for oh yeah. yeah. Rakim. Yeah. See, now you wouldn't see him as you but you gotta understand, he was very unique when he first came out. Mm-hmm. And all the whole thing about everybody on my ten kinda different from each other, but they all have the same core things in their style and delivery. Yeah. Uh, they they have a little element of storytelling in there. They have a little, you know, the element of lyricism, and they got the, you know, just that hip hop feel that when you hear them or they say something, it just hits you like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that deepness. See, there's dudes who are nice, but it don't hit you because it's, it's, you know, there's a realness to everybody we mentioned on all our lists. Yes. There's a realness because it's like everyone, oh, well, well, Wu didn't make my top 10, but gosh, Wu, especially being from Staten Island, is a huge part of my hip-hop stuff. If you hear my beat style, some of my beats, you hear Wu in it. You hear Staten Island, like I said, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's Mm -hmm. like, it all depends when they influence me. Like Tribe, um, like um, Naughty influenced me before. So I went that way on numerically because I really never put it numerically before. Right, and, it could, right. and, it, and it could change because, you know, a lot of times it's so much material and information, you, you can't think of everything. So this is like, these are things that I'm listening to now. Like everybody on this list, like if you go to my Apple Music list, Hip Hop Classics, everybody on my 10 is on there. More than once. Oh, more than once. Mm. So that was my criteria for this. So when I think of Rakim, I think of not only is, is Eric B and Rakim stuff, but his solo stuff and his appearances. Because when he shows up on something, he it's just ridiculous because he'll take you, like even on The Watcher, that little story he told on that verse. Mm-hmm. What? It's ridiculous. And you're like, well, you know, you got to listen and get the concept. I like people where when I listen to them again, because that happens with Rakim, that happens with Redman, that happens with Nas. I A song I know, and I'm listening, and then I get it on a different level. And I'm like, dang. Wow, I missed that. I got it on this level. But dang, you know, I love stuff like that. I love stuff like that. If you listen to a lot of Woo, Mm-hmm. You do that too, because you get on, oh, yeah. and then you'll sit there, and then you're like, you know, Keith Murray is definitely for that. So you know, yeah. When it comes to Rock Kim, I, I, you know, I see him because of the time I grew up. I see him as the one that started it all for me, that made me like that to look for other MCs who were like that, you know. Because, like, when my cousins gave me the Eric B. and Rakim album, I ran them into the ground, you know? We had tapes, so we would wear the tape out. 
So stuff's in my Walkman. And, I, you know, I listen to music a lot. I listen to R&B. Look at me crazy because, you know, I love music. Right. And I definitely love hip-hop. Right. Okay. And so, so mm-hmm. when I see Rakim, I see him as one of the forefathers of hip-hop. Like, there's the Sugar Hill era, the, tre- you know. Um, yes. Oh, yes. Grandmaster Flash and them. And then after that, Rakim and them came after them. Mm-hmm. Now, I know people, oh, you, you your Grandmaster Flash and stuff, I was a little, little kid. So I wasn't getting what's going on. Now, when these guys came that I mentioned on my list, that's when my brain started kicking in. Adolescence, I started I started understanding life, you know? Because I mm. love Sugar Hill Gang. I love Grandmaster stuff. And I got the message and stuff, the meaning of it later. But I was a little, little kid. So, you know, you don't grasp everything that's around you when you're super young. Right. Oh, Yes. This is, and so my 10 is the era where it came alive, where I started writing. You know, mm-hmm. Rakim made me want to start writing and exploring my thought. Do I have something to say? Right. KRS-One, you know, how how would I communicate it? Nas. Nas was just like a revelation because it was like, it was like Slick Rick on another level telling, you know. Mm-hmm. But then he put ridiculous wordplay with yeah. Buster Rhymes, the same thing. Buster Rhymes with the unique, you know, a cadence that you think somebody can't do, but then you'll see him rip it live, you know? Yes. Like anything he records, he can do. Oh, yeah. Red, yes. Red Man, oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite shows when I was in school, you know, Ice Cube. Uh, oh. Ice Cube came and rocked the Apollo. Mm. <laughs> Common. I was in audio school and we saw Common. We were just went up into one of the places. My audio school was in um, Greenwich Village. Institute of Audio Research is closed now. It closed maybe a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And then we walk into a place <clears throat> and Common's in there, South Chicago, and he's killing it. And, like, everybody with me is so impressed. Mm. LL, needless to say, if you're living around New York, you go up the jams and stuff, you've seen, you seen LL around here. Keith Murray, I didn't get to see live, like, in person, person. Right. Yeah, Big Daddy yeah. Kane, I saw in person. Yeah, saw him again. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Still rocking, and then still rocking that show and still writing new material. But, you know... This is what, you know, mm-hmm. do you want me to do my honorable mentions and lead in? And- yeah, because we're at the end. So, yes, yeah. um, since yeah. you since you went last, you do your honorable mentions first and then uh, okay. then Zacchaeus and then I'll finish off. Okay. My honorables, two of them are my two of my favorite MCs. They didn't get to have a full career. And then the one that was on the fringe is Jay. Mm. Jay Z. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Jay Z fan. And, and I and I'm not even trying to be disrespectful, not putting him on the list. Cause, you know, Rock Boys, um, Big Pimpin', mm-hmm. Show Me What You Got. Mm-hmm. Reasonable doubt. Oh my gosh. And then I, you know, like um 
like Zacchaeus, I've been listening to Jay even when he was underground and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. remember, yeah. I remember the battle between him and Nas for that label for the contract, and Nas got the contract, and Jay became an entrepreneur. Mm. <laughs> and so, um, Jay Z definitely huge influence on my life. He just, just you know, I had to choose ten, and it was hard. Yes. <laughs> Um, the, the, the notorious big, yeah. You guys said enough about him, right? But, right. But Biggie, oh my gosh, Ready to Die was one of those albums, Life After Death, and it was like, yeah. okay, because he didn't get the body of work like everybody else I have on here, right? So that that's that was the criteria I used. Same thing in the other one. Tupac. Mm. I love Tupac. So when Biggie and Pac for it, that kind of hurt. Like when Common and Ice Cube for it, that hurt. Right, right, right. That beat <laughs> because them, yeah. I, I love, I, you know, when you love both of them, mm-hmm. you really don't want to see them fight. Right. You don't want to be, have um, to be, you don't want to have to choose sides because you, you love both of them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tupac, I'll be real quick uh, unpacking this. Brenda had a baby when my homies call. Um, I get around. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Keep your head up, obviously. Yeah. Also on that album, we keep your head up. There's a track with Ice Cube and Ice T called Last Words. Mm-hmm. That's my joint. Mm-hmm. So when I'm driving around, people get scared because they don't know what that song is. Because it's got like that West Coast and that Southern like blues guitar Fast track on it because it was made by Bobcat. Mm. Ice Cube in the house. Ice Cube. And that's, you know, in his last words, it, it, the song's called Last Words. It's great. Um, there's five deadly venoms that Tretch is on at the end of that album. Um, there's Troublesome 21. I don't know where you can get the underground albums. But I had those. Right. The albums, the albums that the labels rejected. So there's a bigger body of Pac than people even really understand. Um, the Death Row albums, of course. <laughs> Bad Boy Killers track. <laughs> that, that was my joy. I'm sorry. <laughs> he came on that. The, he he did a joint with Bone Thugs that was hot. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. he did. Yes, he did. Both of them, Pac and Biggie, both yeah, did that yeah. Point that right, was yeah. hot. Mm-hmm. The one with the bow, bow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, the gunshot beat. That joke was hot. That joint was crazy. No, so, no, that's a fact. I'm glad you mentioned that. So yeah. that's why I wanted to. I definitely wanted to put Biggie and Pac in my honorable mentions because yes. they also influenced me. Wu, obviously Wu Tang. Even though mm-hmm. you know, I know I understand the flag. I understand my fellow Staten Islanders, but you know I'm a little different because I'm like more creative musical side. Like you know, well we don't. Produ- to be clear, <laughs> we don't have a problem with that. You're just talking about people who, yeah, uh, yeah, right. exactly. I I got flack online. Right, right. A couple of people on the gram had a yeah, problem people. with had a problem with him having Wu Tang. Under Naughty by Nature. Yeah. You know, but like I said in the caption, you know, we got our list. And you make yours. And you you got yours. 
and we got ours. So you, you know. Okay, so with that, I'll yeah. pass over to Zacchaeus for your honorables. All right. Yes. Yeah, so my my one of my my honorables would be um Karis one. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Because um, it, I, I you know, because nobody has a, a tone and a voice like Karis. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, he st- he he stood out in hip hop. No, I mean, back in '89, '88, you know, peace Scott LaRock, but he, yeah, uh, he just Karis one when he brought Boogie Down Production, he he he, he wanted to teach you yeah. with edutainment. Yeah. He exactly. called it he called it, and he didn't want to just create entertainment. He called it edutainment, meaning he wanted to educate the he wanted to educate the the youths. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to educate the youths with the mute with the music. You know. Uh, with my philosophy, you know, and yeah. tunes like that, you want just the impact, you know. I remember the the, the, the famous battle between him and MC Shine, you know. It, it was that, that's a classic too, you know. It's just the sound of the police, boop boop, when he did mm-hmm. that, was, and that's relevant for it's relevant today, yeah, because that that joint came out back in ninety ninety three, mm-hmm. so that's still relevant. Mm-hmm. That's still relevant, you know. Yeah. There's a lot of there's some still that still went on in the 2000s. Police brutality still going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and he, he, I think Karis was a, was a man before time too with with his music. Exactly. You know, um, you know, I remember when he said, "Never win a Tony, never get a Grammy," and I'm like, yep. and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, and he kept it real. You know, he came up with songs that people were like, what? Okay, he's talking about this? He's yeah. talking about that? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, black cop, black cop, black cop, yeah. black, you know, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just like his albums, Knowledge Reigns Supreme, remember that album? Oh, yes. His albums, yes, it's just it's crazy. You know, so he's definitely one of my honorees. And second, my second, well, believe it or not, but my second honorary, believe it or not, would be uh, I, I would say Big Daddy Kane because Big Daddy Kane. I remember back in the days buying this cassette like it tastes like chocolate. I bought that out. I yeah. bought that cassette. Yeah. I bought few a few of his cassettes. I still have some of the song on my playlist today. That sometimes you like to feel like that you only get that old school but good feel. Yeah, he brings that feel good feel good hip hop to him. Mm-hmm. He brings that feel good music to hip hop. So I would say he's he's definitely number two on my list. Mm. You know, for the, for that and everything, so and um, man, um, you get stuff when you got to narrow yeah, them, to them. The honorable, yeah, men, them I'm honorable gonna, mentions I'm, is hard too. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, is, it is. It is, you know, because you want to say more, but <laughs> you want to say more, but it's like, yeah, you know, it. number three, number number three. Some people would disagree, but I would say number three would be um. I would say number three would be Fat Joe. Yes. That's a good one. Yes, Fat Joe one. because underrated. Yeah. He's underrated because he, Fat Joe Fat Joe brought had some really party, good. He's had some really party, good albums. Party, party joints. He brought he, he didn't bring just tunes and so I remember the first first song. You got the flow, Joe. Got the flow, exactly. got the flow. That, which was which was a great song back in the days that, that he came up with. But I but I'ma just digging in the crates. Digging in the crates, yeah. Bleep is like, real. Exactly. <laughs> so all these joints, you know. 
Fat you Joe know. has to, and he's still doing it too. He's yeah, still doing it. yeah, he is. He's he, he's the one that's keep bringing, He's the one that's keeping just like Nas, keeping that authentic hip hop going. Right, because he hit them again you know. with "Lean Back" and the mainstream was back. even yes. wasn't ready for that. Going. He's not doing. He's not following the trend. No, he's not doing that. He just so I'm keep. I'm from the '90s and I'm keeping it flowing. I got a flow, Joe. So yeah, so so those are my three top honorees for hip hop. So yeah. All right. Um, that's that's a good one. Um, my three honorable mentions. Um, the Jizza, the genius. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I really wanted him to make my top ten, and and he kind of is, but he just slipped right out. And for me, sometimes he's an unlisted favorite for me. I really don't know where to put him. He's just somebody I really love. I just love his music. I love his... There's an imagery to his lyrics. Yeah. He spits, and you can almost picture what he's talking about. I I like how he paints a picture lyrically. Uh, He paints a picture lyrically. He's also on a whole other level as far as what he says. And this is why he's called the genius. I mean, some of the stuff that he says is very intelligent. Um, and you know, his wordplay, um, that first album, liquid swords. Oh, one of my, one of my, one of my favorite albums of all time. I just just love that this week. Oh man. I love that album, man. I mean, from, from start to finish, man, you know, um, Shadow boxing, fourth chamber, um, you know, um, labels, um, yes, um, you know, um, investigative reports, yeah. And when the MCs came to pull out the name, somehow, oh my god, yo, that joint, oh yo. man, yo, let me tell you something, that's a joint that you, that I you got your back, about. so you best to yeah. watch your front, <laughs> son, they be on a hunt. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you know, and and from the work that you know, and you know, his second album, uh, Beneath the Surface, um, yeah, you know, Legend of the Liquid Swords, um, uh, Pro Tools, um, the joint he did with DJ Muggs, Jizzle vs. DJ Muggs, that was a dope album. Um, another consistent Wu member, another one, but I gave Ghostface the edge. And, you know, in that one, but yeah. I love the Jizza. I, lo- I love what he's contributed to hip hop. He's underrated, though. I, he's an underrated Brooklyn legend. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that when people talk, when people do the Brooklyn hip hop conversation, that his name doesn't come up. It could be because of the fact that he's with the Wu Tang and the Wu Tang put Staten Island on the map. But respectfully, Jizza. You know, Brooklyn should be claiming Jizza, and I don't think Brooklyn claims Jizza enough because he claims Brooklyn. Mm. A lot of people try to act like he don't, but he do. You know what I'm saying? So, um, another honorable mention. <sighs> I just love what he did with this first album, and just he's a another lyrical beast, and that's Farrell Monch. Oh, Farrell Monch, yeah. You know. Another Queens legend, in my opinion, you know, organized, confu- organized confusion, um, just just, you know, his career. Um, I like the reunion he had with organized confusion on 
Internal Affairs album at that that, that joint at the end. That was a dope record. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, yeah, but yeah. you know, Pharrell Monch is another one who I think his career would have been extended if Raucous Records didn't uh, defunct. Right, that went belly up in the middle, and that sucks because that affected his career, most deaf and Tali Qualies. Oh at man, the same oh time. yeah. Mm-hmm. At the same oh yeah, time. I remember Talib Kweli. That's right. Yeah, Lyricist, you know that that, that yeah. whole when Rockers Records came out, they had a, a squad, you know, and and then their affiliation with Common, because Common did records with them because MC yeah. MC because Common was with MCA at one point and MCA uh, was Rockers was a subsid, subsidiary under uh, uh, under MCA so and and easy. and cinema, you know, like that joint. You know, you know that comment appeared on, um, you know, respiration. Uh, yeah. You know, um, just you know his affiliation with Rockers Records artist, but just far, back to Farrell March. Farrell March is a, a phenomenal MC, and you know, much respect yeah. to him when he had cannabis on that record with him. That joint called Hell. I mean, just to hear both of them on the same track is just enough. I mean, cannabis yeah. and Farrell March. Um, I think Farrell March is a underrated lyricist. Okay. Another Go- Farrell March shout out. Yeah. The ghost the ghost sweet interlude on the De La So album on Bionics. <laughs> yeah. He killed yeah. that verse. Yeah. Mm. Well you, you see. Real hip hop heads know how dope Farrell is. Mm-hmm. I, my only thing with Farrell is that it's been very hard for him to have an album that is on a similar level as internal affairs. Yeah, but that's hard. That's hard. That's hard. To, I know that's a hard album to talk. And let me tell you something for those who don't know, internal affairs is out of print. Yes, it is. So you can't even, really, you can't stream it. You can't even download it on like iTunes, nothing like that. So you have right. to, so you now you can still get the CDs, the physicals, but most of those physicals are used. They're not even new no more. You know what I'm saying? The plastic, right. the plastic rap is not on it no more. You know what I'm saying? So you have to be in the moment for that album. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I'm glad I got the album. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's a, you know, terrific album. You know, I mean, you, you might have to stream it on YouTube. Somebody done probably put it up. But just that, you know, that album, you know, Simon Says, the single. And Simon Says wasn't even the best record on that album. But, you know, No Mercy with uh, M.O.P., um, right, wow. uh, Queens, yeah, yeah. uh, that 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 record called Queens. That's a dope joint. Um, right, you know, um, the truth with Common and Tali Kweli. Oh man! Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that song was crazy. You know, so he's an honorable mention of my my last honorable mention. None other, Chicago's finest, Common. Common, Common. he's just that dude, man. He's just that dude. You know what I'm saying? Um, his lyricism is is incredible. Um, I I would say that him and Nas, as far as their lyrical ability, is in the same sentence. Right. You know? Um, and it's just something about Common's flow, Common's creative, uh, his concept. Common has great concepts. Exactly. Not enough artists get respected for that. He has great concepts, and then he knows how to make an album. Like he knows how to have an, a, a tell a story. You know, um, you know, uh, he did very good with his last album, and 
you know, they often they say stuff like you're as good as your last. Well, if he's as good as his last, his last was good. So, right. you know what I'm saying? You got to respect Common. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, the stuff he said, um, um, you know, on a, uh, uh, on a, you know, a lot of his uh, collab collaboration stuff that he collabed on. Uh, he's always shine on a record. Uh, mm-hmm. To me, Common is a hip hop legend. Um, he should be in most people's top 50. Yeah. Um, even if he's not in your top 10 or top 20, he's definitely in a top 50. Um, can't argue that one. Can't argue that one. And maybe Common would have got more respect if he was from like New York or LA or something like that, you know, if he was from a city that had more, you know, behind and back in him. And, um, mm. you know, sh- you know, uh, Chicago, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, the artists from Chicago, you know, you know, uh, common, you know, twister, um, you know, if you want to throw Kanye in there, you know, you know, I know people like chance now, but just understand that, common man there's a blueprint that i believe common laid down uh for for hip-hop in in chicago and just hip-hop in the midwest you know and um you know he's definitely a well-respected artist in my eyes um he's in uh cinema's top 10 and you know common almost made my top 10 but he's definitely uh, a top 20 for me if we did a top 20 but I love Common. I love his work. Another consistent artist, in my in my opinion. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Electric Circus. That's not the clown him, but I'm just just keeping it real. But he's always been an eclectic artist. I think people have to respect that about him. Um, I think him and Wyclef have that in common. You know, yeah. uh, eclectic uh, creatively. So there you go. So. We don't went two hours on this show. It's been a while since we had a two hour episode, but uh, we we yeah we're gonna get up we're gonna get up out of here. Um, we're gonna continue the series, uh, the next episode of this series of our uh, our top favorites is going to be our top five uh, producers. We took that down oh, to yeah. a five. Uh, we needed to because yeah, we, we yeah need time. exactly. So yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna talk about our top five uh, favorite producers. Producers, producers yeah. is a very complex list because now you got to think of the body of work they did for everybody. Yeah. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's gonna yeah. be you know what I'm saying? And and some of these producers, spoiler alert, are rappers themselves. So we're just gonna mm-hmm. stick with just their. Pro- with their production, production. their musical yeah. creativity, their beat making, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. their overall uh, 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 composition, uh, uh, their conducting. Uh, we're just going to talk about that. Um, and uh, we're also going to have honorable mentions for producers too. Just like we've had with all of this, we're going to have, we're going to have a top five producers and three honorable mentions that, you know, that didn't make yeah. the top five lists. Uh, so, all right, we're going to get up out of here. Zach Kears, where can they reach you, man? You can reach me on, um, um, what's it called, Twitter, at Wayne Backus 2 on Twitter. Um, you can reach me also on Facebook, Wayne Zacchaeus Backus on Facebook, also on Instagram, Zacchaeus B, at Zacchaeus B73 on Insta- Instagram. Yes. Cinema, where can they reach you, man? Cinema Scapes 
and Cinemascapes Music on the IG, on the gram. Cinemascapes Music on Facebook and Cinemascapes on Twitter. Right. And at my government, if you know it, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I ain't saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Y'all can get at me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram uh, at the Fifth General. That's at the Fifth General on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All right. So, episode 12, season two. This has been another monumental episode of some great hip hop talk. Our top 10 rappers, each of our lists. You know, we're going to put it on the gram and all that so y'all could say what y'all got to say. But this is our show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and I can't wait. And I can't wait for y'all to tune in for the producers list because that's going to be a oh. fun one, too. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that one. Oh, yeah. be controversy. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> all right. So we're going to get up out of here. Signing off. This is the fifth general. Zach Kiss and Cinema Escapes. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.